Welcome to the Everybody Hates Church podcast. At the intersection of church and culture is all of us. With endless posts, opinions, and information, this podcast is the safe space to decode it all while exploring why everybody hates church. Welcome to Everybody Hates Church. I'm so excited about this episode. In this episode, we have Akemini Uwan who's going to talk with us about why black women hate church. We got so much going on, and I can't do it without my producer. I got Dion up in the building. Yeah. What's up, man? What's How you up, doing? Man? I am tired, no, but not. I'm excited. No, you're not. You I'm late so is excited. what you that, are. That too. I'm <laughs> late and tired, but very, very excited. Um, man, this is, what, 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 where are we at now? Episode... Four? This is episode something. Yeah, right, it's we episode go. something, but I just, I just it depends I love on when it, it releases. Right. <laughs> I, I love I love where the conversation's been going, so it's it's really dope. So I'm excited, man. You you're doing your thing, so I'm excited. I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm so glad that that the Lord opened up this opportunity yeah. and this platform. Do everybody hates Absolutely. church? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. so important to me that we have real conversations about church. Yeah. And look, we could be honest about our warts and yep. the things that we need to to sharpen up yeah. as the church and be honest about our love for the church. Yeah. And that's, that's the heart behind yeah, it. Yeah, and I think we kind of grew up like that as black people. I know in my household it was always like, you know, me and my cousins could have just fought, you know, five minutes ago. And we outside, it's like, we ain't right, yeah, force. It's like, yeah. nah, you can't mess with my cousins. So <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's only it's only right that Absolutely. we're the ones having these conversations. There's too many talking heads, and we kind of talked about that from the jump. Right? Absolutely. So a lot, a lot has happened. A lot uh-huh. has been said. And I know, I feel like I want to start with the Sierra thing because I feel like that's like hot, hot, hot. <sighs> Uh, yeah. Right, so I, you, you're a married man. You're a man of one wife. Amen. But I'm a, I'm assuming you've seen the photos. You've I've, seen the outfit I, by accident. I saw <laughs> it by accident. I wasn't looking for it. Right, um, right, right. You know, it, it, it popped, popped up. up. It yeah. popped up on the on the timeline. Yeah, yes. it, it, it does that, right? So, cause I, I it's funny because I didn't even see it. Because if I'm being honest, like I don't really follow. Mm-hmm. You know, Sierra, because right. I don't like what has she done lately, right? Uh-huh. However, oh come on, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> what has she done anyway? One two steps. So, that was like 50 years ago. So, so people kept on talking about this dress, this dress, this dress. I'm like, let me go see this dress, sure. right? Sure. And I seen it, and at first I'm like, well, I've seen a lot of people kind of wear that dress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put it in context. So I wanted, I couldn't wait to ask you about. It. I said we got to kind of talk about that. Yeah. So when you see, so let me let me phrase it this way: two things. It's a criticism warranted. And when you seen it, kind of what was, or when you seen the criticism or seen the dress, you can answer however you want. What was kind of your first reaction? Well, when I when I saw the dress, the, my my first reaction was, "Wow, okay." Um, but of course, I'm a, you know this, and yeah. it's part of the reason for the podcast. I'm addicted to the comment section. Right. My first thought is, "Okay, whatever about the dress." My second thought is, "Oh, what the, what are the saints saying?" Yeah. And, and so I start. As I normally do, I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah. I start scrolling yeah. uh, through the comment section, and I see in the comment section, of course, the church police. Yep. And man, we we spend so much time policing people's lives, and the reality, and, and you know, for, for good reasons and for bad reasons. I'm, I'm not I'm not here to really. I'm 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 more interested in, in talking to Ekamini about yeah. this and what what she feels about it as a woman. Yeah. Um, what I see is you know when there's you know Sierra who you know is has publicly proclaimed to be a believer. Sure. Her husband is you know proclaimed to be a believer, and then there's the church and our boxes that say, well, if you are a 
believer mm-hmm. and if you go to church, then there are things that you can't do. Yeah. And I wonder at what point do does it go from love, correction, care for the church mm-hmm. to legalism, yeah. judgment, care for the self, <laughs> wanting to, you know, be wanting to police other people's life yeah. or wanting to use your platform to raise mine. Yeah, exactly. Um and so yeah, it's hard, you know, Sierra and and others yeah. have 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 heard the the ire <laughs> of uh, of church folks yeah. uh wardrobe police recently. Yeah, and I think it's a couple of things cuz we're going to get to that too. So when I to me I think a biggest issue right now, one of the biggest issues I should say in the church is that we're more known for what we do not like than what we Man. what we what we do, right? Well, we're again. we're more we're more known for what we're against and what we're for, Absolutely. right? And last time I checked, my copy of the Bible says we will be known by what? Our love for Our one love another. Our love for one another. Yeah. So when I see that, I'm just like, it's so unnecessary. And it feels very much like you want the spotlight, you want this attention, and you found an opportunity to sure. get a little bit of that. Or you want, to, you want a whole bunch of likes on your little comment. True. And absolutely, yes. And that's how social media works, yeah. right? The, the more I talk on social media, the more I try to pull people to my side. Yeah. Social media is a beast. It's an animal. Yeah. It's created. It's turned us into animals yeah. in many ways. And yeah. we devour one another. Um, and the and the reward for us devouring one another is likes on posts, <laughs> yeah. right? Which we value more than we value each other, 100%. which is a which is a tragedy in, yeah. in our current era. Uh, I think another part of that, though, is... Um, is the rules that we grew up in church, sure. you know, espousing, learning, yep. and co-opting, yep. right? And uh, and so we we toss around language like, well, the Bible says that a woman should dress modestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the proper interpretation of that passage isn't actually so much about uh, the sensuality of mm. the dress as much as it is how a woman. Uh, flaunts her money. Mm. And so it says, you know, a woman shouldn't have her hair braided right. in these areas. And so you know, we, we look at it and Americanize it like <laughs> women shouldn't have braids in the hair. That's not what the Bible is saying. In culture, this was a way that women would flaunt their riches, yeah. would flaunt their money. Now, that's because yeah, they were like tying our braids with gold exactly, and things. Yeah. Exactly. Now that's interpretation. Application could still take us to, you know what, be mindful of what you put sure. on, um, and 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 think through how you um, how your how you present yourself represents God, yeah. and that could apply to not only um, uh, uh, money but also sensuality. Yeah. So let, let's be clear that it, there's a difference between interpretation and application, sure. um, but also the reality is we we've created boxes. And some of those boxes are biblical, mm-hmm. and some of those boxes are not. Right. Um, the reality is, Russell Wilson knew who he was marrying. One hundred percent. And yeah. and she's she's a believer, praise God. But yeah. she's also Sierra. Yeah. She's also an entertainer. <laughs> yep. She's also you know somebody who oper- who operates and lives in the fashion world. Yep. And fashion rules are different than you know what you know what your your grandmama would yeah. wear to church. You know, <laughs> right. your grandmama said you know make sure that your skirt is below the knees <laughs> below the and knees. your stockings are dark, <laughs> right? right? And, your, and your heels ain't more than two right. inches, right? And, and and church rules don't apply everywhere. Yeah. And I think sometimes we want our church rules to apply in all spaces, yeah. and it just doesn't work like that. All Do the time. you also think because one of the things I always see, I always when I talk about how the church has over-policed a woman's wardrobe Absolutely. and what she wears 
but the same the same energy has not been given to men, right? Ooh. So very much so. A lot of times, it's it's they'll use the passage, you know, don't call somebody to stumble, right? Talk mm -hmm. about you're going to cause a man to stumble, but it, so it's almost like that woman is responsible for every man's eyes, which is not the case because the Bible also teaches us that a man sins within what's in his own heart, right? right. So Absolutely. when when you see that and you see these comments. If someone comes to you and says, you know, and talks about modesty, how do you navigate that conversation of over police? Where a lot of times this is an expression of freedom for them because mm -hmm. we swung the pendulum so far, sure. right? Because to your point, you know, you got to have it on a turtleneck and a cami with the <laughs> right. turtleneck and you know the, the jean dress, right? Uh -huh. So women feel like, no, I should be able to also do this, yeah. even though it's extreme, right? Yeah. Where where does that fall? As a, especially as a pastor, mm -hmm. you know, what does that look like for well, you? Well, first of all, I don't think I'm. I, I have much of an opinion on this. I'm not a woman. <laughs> right. right? I, again, I, we're going to talk to Kennedy yeah. about this because she is somebody who will be able to speak more, yep. you know, from her own experience as it pertains to that. As a pastor, yeah. um, number one, when I see anybody, my job is to find out what's beyond their exterior sure. and, and what's going on internally, yeah. right? Because it, your exterior will always be affected by what's happening internally. What you put on and, and the attention that you want to draw really has so much more to do with who you are on the inside. Mm. And my job is to minister to the person on the inside yeah. and not be distracted or um, or even uh, turned away by what I see on the outside. Yeah. And that's for a woman who may be dressed what some would call provocatively sure. or somebody who comes in disheveled yeah. or somebody who you know presents in a certain way in, in their exterior. If I'm so distracted by what I see, the yeah. Bible is, is clear and it's again, interpretation is talking about something different, but the application is still true. Yeah. That man looks at the outward yeah. appearance, God looks at the heart. Now that doesn't give us an excuse to do whatever, sure. but it does speak to where God's priority is. Yeah. God is wow. looking internally before he looks externally. Again, yeah. because I believe that if we are able to minister to the inner man, yeah. then then the outward man would would change and yeah. fall in line. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I don't. Do you I think it's an overreaction? And I'm going to quickly ask you about uh, Adrian Ballin, mm -hmm. who's Israel Horton's wife. Uh -huh. Before we get to Jesus, hates your tweets. Right. Do you feel like it's an overreaction, or is a proper reaction, or do you feel like? It, it, both sides can be right to a certain degree. It's hard, it's hard to judge what, an, what a reaction, what an overreaction or an underreaction <laughs> really is. Right. Um, if if someone strolls into church with that same dress <laughs> sure. on, it, 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 might, it, it might be responded to in a different manner. But mm -hmm. again, if that person's a guest, wow. if, if, yeah. if, they, if they come into my church like that and they're a guest and I don't have a relationship with them, mm -hmm. I'm glad they're there. I consider them somebody who's searching for Jesus, wow. and it's my job to point them to Jesus, wow. right? Um, when I wrote um, Saving Our Sons, people would always ask me, Bobby, how can I? How can we get the young men to pull up their <laughs> pants, right? And my response was always, care more about your their heart than you care about their pants. Mm. And I think that that truth gets applied to men and women. Yeah. I care more about their heart if they're a guest, yeah. um, especially if I don't have the relationship with them to earn the <laughs> right to tell them what they should or should not yeah. wear, right? The difference between accountability and judgment is relationship. <laughs> if I don't have a relationship with you, I don't get to tell you. I, yeah. If I'm not your pastor, I don't get to tell you right. what to wear and what not to wear. Yeah. It's my job to, to, to train the men 
to bounce their eyes exactly. if necessary. Exactly. Especially if I'm their pastor. Yeah. So, you know, if, if they are if they are a guest in my church, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. If you're a member of my church and I'm your pastor, you gave me permission to be your pastor, I'm glad you're here. And then I'll pull you to the side and say, hmm. <laughs> um, you know, ha, uh, and, and, and try to get to, to the, again, to the heart of the yeah. matter, yeah. not to police what you have on, but to but as a pastor, as a loving pastor, say, um, just kind of try to figure out what, what's behind it, what's mm-hmm. underneath it. Yeah. If if you wore it to the uh, to the Vanity Fair gala, yeah. that's different. Yeah. I don't get to police the Vanity Fair gala, and I don't, and I, and I'm not, I'm not fashionable enough <laughs> to tell people what they should and shouldn't wear. Right. You know, I I picked this up at the outlet, right? And so, and so right. I'm I'm not qualified to be the fashion police. Mm. Um, what I want to do is minister to, to to someone's heart. Yeah. All right. So Israel Horton's wife, she has a dress. And we, we should probably put this up on, on the video for, mm-hmm. for for the YouTube watchers. Um, there was a whole backlash of that sure. as well. Sure. Do you feel as though when people say, oh, she shouldn't wear that because she's married to a Christian? <laughs> where does that, like, where do you fall with that? I fall, I fall on what does her husband think? Yeah. First of all, bro married a cheetah girl. <laughs> Let's not, right. I mean, right. what, what did you think was going to happen, sure. right? You you thought that, you know, you, Israel Houghton got married to, to Adrian Balon. Was your first thought, yo, the alto section, <laughs> a, a new breed is going to be dope because right. Adrian going to be holding that down. Like, right. no, she she's a cheetah girl. Yeah. She's, a, she's an influencer. She's a hostess. She's all of that stuff, yeah. right? And just because she got married to your favorite worship leader <laughs> doesn't mean she's going to become your favorite worship leader. Mm. Israel knew who he married when he married her, yeah. and 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 every brother with two eyes was like, "Bro, I understand." <laughs> and so I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's my place to tell Israel what his wife should mm. wear. Yeah. If 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 they had a conversation about the dress at their house, and and Israel was like, "Do you?" Right. I, I side with Israel. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where do I side with? Right. I side. I side right. with, with with the woman's yeah, husband. I love that. Yeah. So I can't wait till you guys talk about that and dig in a little bit more. All right. So my favorite segment in the entire world. Come on. Jesus hates your tweets. Jesus right? hates your tweets. So Let's just just for you people that are new here that slept under a rock and haven't caught the first couple episodes, it's all good. <laughs> so this how it goes. I'm gonna gonna give you a phrase or. A, a term that Christians or and non-Christians use often mm-hmm. that either sounds good or sound word. That's what okay. you want to tell me because you're the doctor, so I'm you got you got to be able to tell us. All right. I'm gonna try. So this one, this one is tough. Okay. S- sort of. All right. It says Jesus hates your tweets. We're all God's children. Oh my goodness, we're all <laughs> God's children. Mm-hmm. That is a sound word. Mm. That is. That is real. In a, so what do we mean when we say that mm-hmm. is the question. It, on its face, sound word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the question is not the statement. 100% of the time, the question is never the statement. It's what do we mean and in what context are we saying, yeah. right? Um, we're all God's children is a true statement. If I say it as an excuse to do what I want to do, <laughs> then, then the heart behind the statement yeah. is wrong, even though the statement is right. It's all kinds of statements like that, and I'm yeah. not going to try to jump in front of you because you might try to use them for <laughs> me. you might you might have that right, one in the for queue another for, one, the, yeah. for another episode. But you know, when when we say we're all God's children, we may be saying that in a sense of well, um, all religions are right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Not so much, yeah. right? Um, it, we're all God's children, but we but we are not all going in the same direction. Yeah. We don't we don't all honor God in the same way, um, and we can misuse the relationship that we have mm-hmm. with our heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And so, we're all God's children is a sound word, especially if you are using it to say, you know what, I care for you. Yeah. I love you. I embrace you, whoever you are, wherever you are in your spiritual journey and whatever you've done to me or to others, because you are God's child, because you are made in God's image, you are Imago Dei, uh, you have inherent natural value. And it's my job as someone who is also God's child to value you in that manner. Um, It's at the same time, it's not my excuse to do what I want to do or to reject um, uh, accountability or to reject um, uh, correction, etc. Just because I'm God's child. Um, (laughs) I I got three boys. They all my children. That don't mean none of them are exempt from getting whooped, right? right? Because or getting, excuse me, from getting corrected and spanked and um, and put on punishment, right? right, right. <laughs> because, the, be, and again, because they're my children, yeah. because they're my children, I will love them and I will lovingly correct them, yeah. right? The Bible says, to whom the Lord loves, he chastens yeah. as, a, uh, as a loving father, right? Yeah. The part of fatherhood, and we're going to talk about patriarchy later as well. It's yeah. like, but, but if, if we're fathering well, yeah. then we will correct. Mm. And if God is fathering well, which he is, he's, yeah. he's the perfect father. Absolutely. He is the eminent expression of fatherhood. Um, he will love us. He will correct us. He will chasten us. He will move us. Um, and so being God's child means that I release myself mm-hmm. to correction from the father, but also from my brothers and yeah. sisters. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's so good. All right, I can't wait to get your guest in here. Yes. Y'all got a lot to talk about. Yeah, so yeah. we'll be right back. Yes. Uh, I'm super excited. We're going to get it in with uh, Akemini Uwan in just one moment. Check this out. This episode of Everybody Hates Church is brought to you by Life and Legacy Counselors, your estate planning attorneys. Life and Legacy Counselors works with individuals, families, and communities to create, protect, and transfer wealth. Reach them online at yourestateplanningattorney.com or by phone at 855-574-8481. I am here with Akemini Uwan. We are going to have this awesome conversation on Everybody Hates Church. Uh, We're going to talk about black women and why black women hate church. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you for having me. What a blessing. I'm glad to be here on Everybody Hates Church. Yes, let's talk about it. Uh, If you don't know who Akemini is, where you been? Come on, let's talk about it. Uh, No, Akemini is a public theologian, a writer, an influencer a fashionista, as you can see if you're watching on video. Um, she is the co-host of the award-winning podcast, Truth's Table. I am a fan, uh, along with Dr. Christina Edmondson. She is the co-author of Truth's Table, Black Women's Musings of Life, Love, and Liberation, which congratulations, Thank you. 2023 uh, NAACP Image Award nominee. Yes, I saw you posting on, uh, on Instagram <laughs> at the Image Awards, killing it and having fun. We had a time. It was raining. (laughs) Ooh, I'm traumatized by the rain. Why was it raining so much in LA that week? What was happening? It was was a lot of rain. That's what was happening. (laughs) 
her writings have been published in the Atlantic, in the Washington Post, mm -hmm. in the Huffington Post, and on Christianity Today. And she is here with us on Everybody Hates Church for this particular uh, uh, episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. It is my honor. Thank you so much. So um, tell us, a church girl, right? Tell us tell us your story, How, your journey from, from little black girl to public theologian and surely all the bumps and bruises along the way, but right. also the triumphs as well. Yeah. Um, how has church played a role in your story? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I have quite quite a journey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is not quite the life that I had envisioned <laughs> for myself. Right. I'm grateful for it though. It is, mm -hmm. uh, it's just not something I could have, it's beyond what I could have imagined for myself, to sure. be quite honest. Growing up, um, I grew up, my, my parents are uh, a Nigerian born mm -hmm. and came here in the early 70s. And so mm -hmm. that would make me technically, I guess, second generation uh -huh. uh, Nigerian American. And we grew up in the church, actually a Lutheran church. Okay. And so there's some of that colonial history underlying sure. there. But um, that's, that's, I grew up on the pew, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that's what you did culturally, mm -hmm. right? You go to church. That's mm -hmm. what you do. Mm -hmm. um, but, and I always thought that I would just you know, really take my faith seriously when I got older, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. You know, when I got older, sure. when I'm like in my 40s, you know, when, <laughs> you know, when you're young, 40s, 40s old. Old. Oh, man. Oh, it's real old. Oh, man. And you be like, wait a minute, now you're like, oh, this ain't old. Right, <laughs> right. No, when you're 40, you yeah, think you're like, this ain't old. My kids think I'm old. No. Oh, they think, old. they think you old. They think you real old. And so you an old head, uh -huh. right? So <laughs> My producer, Dion, is only like five years younger than me. He thinks I'm old. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, keep on living, keep right. on living. And so, uh, so anyway, I always thought, you know, when I get older, I'll take my faith seriously, mm -hmm. right? So I was, um, I was a cultural Christian, sure. but I had not really come to faith, a saving faith, mm -hmm. what I call a saving faith, um, until college, mm -hmm. senior year of college um, is when I came to faith. And I just had this moment, you know, um, in my dorm room and just thinking about the way I was living in college. Mm -hmm wilding and doing what people do in college, mm -hmm. you know, and just thinking, man, if Jesus were to come back now and mm -hmm. crack the sky, because I know the fundamentals of the faith, right. <laughs> I know the faith, uh -huh. I know Jesus could come back at any time, uh -huh. I, was, I would not be going back with him. Mm -hmm. And that was very scary to sure. me. And so the next day, I remember going to uh, church. Oh, I'm sorry. The next, the next day was, it, that must have been a Saturday, so it was on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Went to church. Um, and I felt like I heard the gospel for the first time. Mm -hmm. And so this was at um, Hope's House Christian Church. Um, in the San Fernando Valley, Granada Hills, I think is where they are right okay. now. It was Van Nuys then, uh -huh. you know, it was a church plant when I, right. when I first started out. This past, Pastor Andrea um, um, Humphrey uh -huh. and Pastor Charles Humphrey. So yeah. I, it was Pastor Andrea that was preaching. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I had heard the gospel for the first time, and I went down to the aisle, and I gave my life to the Lord, wow. and I have not looked back since Amen. then. Uh, I've been running for the for Jesus since then by the power of the Holy Spirit <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and by the grace of the Lord sure. Jesus Christ. Let me be clear on that. Uh -huh. um, it's but not yeah, me. It's not <laughs> right. me. So you, you will be kept even mm -hmm. if you don't want to be kept. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, yeah, I've been walking with the Lord since then, mm -hmm. um, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So that really transformed my life. That's where I, that's the church. That's where I learned. Um, the importance of 
prayer, mm -hmm. discipleship. Mm -hmm. You know, it was in that church that I met my mentor, Stephanie Evans, mm -hmm. who ain't on social media. So, <laughs> so I have to send her this episode and be like, Steph, right. listen to this. I shot it. Um, but, and she's been walking with me since then, me and my best friend, mm -hmm. you know, and she was invited us to a prayer meeting. And I was like, a prayer meeting? Mm -hmm. What is that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, how does that even work? <laughs> and remember, every, every week we would meet up at her house and mm -hmm. she would pray and we'd share our prayer requests and just mm -hmm. go through the word together. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that that's pretty rare, unfortunately. Sure. Right. It's rare, right. you know, for Christians to have somebody to mentor them and disciple them. But mm -hmm. I have had that mm -hmm. ever since I came to faith. Yeah. And so I really learned the importance of just uh, of prayer, inter mm -hmm. intercessory prayer is mm -hmm. reading the word for yourself, mm -hmm. right? And in community, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and the importance and the discipline mm -hmm. of worship and and because, you know, church services. They were long. Mm -hmm. They were long. Absolutely. And when the banners get to waving, then you know. Yeah. If you if you and the shofar comes out. If you yeah. didn't have to sit through a two or three hour worship service, you didn't grow up in church. Look, stop, stop. <laughs> At telling least not me. black church. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not black church. And so, uh, so anyway, I just and I think I came to faith at a very interesting time. Sure. Before, I don't know. This new iteration. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Say, oh, yeah. New church. I guess new new church. <laughs> new church. I came to faith. More old school church, yeah. you know, and so, and I'm really grateful, grateful for mm -hmm. that. And so, um, so anyway, that's a little bit of my journey. Sure. After that, after my time there, or uh, during my time there, the Lord had shifted my profession completely, mm -hmm. um, and I got laid off from my job, and it, which was very traumatic, mm -hmm. um, losing your job, sure. and like, what am I going to do? Right. And just sensing that the Lord was calling me into ministry deeper, mm -hmm. but I was like what? Like I'm already doing discipleship, discipling um, uh, women and girls at my mm -hmm. church. And I'm leading this ministry. I'm mm -hmm. in intercessory prayer. Mm -hmm. Like what else could I be doing? Right. We have church for three hours. I mean, what, what else? <laughs> what more can I get? Um, and so just sensing that the Lord saying ministry, ministry, yeah. I felt like the Lord was calling me to seminary. Absolutely. I didn't know what, mm -hmm. what he was calling me to, but I said, like, okay, mm -hmm. let me do that. And so I went into seminary mm -hmm. and then, you know, the Lord slowly started un yeah. unfolding things, sure. right? And so sure. the way that the Lord does. So yeah. giving you just enough um, light mm -hmm. for the next footstep, if mm -hmm. you will. So a little bit of my I story. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And, and here you are doing ministry and doing it in so many different various ways with podcasting and teaching and I, I saw you overseas doing some other stuff. I mean, like oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, the UN. Well, mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you work with the UN. Talk to me about calling, because yeah. calling is such a, um, a a sticky topic when we're talking to women, because there there mm. are theological battles, and yeah. and it's wonderful. I think that uh, that your coming to faith and discipleship happened on the heels, and I probably I, I bet it, it it defines a so so much of your your story mm. on the heels of hearing a sermon from a powerful woman preaching mm. on mm. Sunday, mm. Um, and so. Talk to me about calling when you when you hear God saying go and others are saying no <laughs> and what that looks like and what that journey's been like for you. Ooh, yeah, the dissonance. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. yeah, so well, because yeah, you you hear God, or at least in my case, hear God telling me to go, but I'm like, okay, but what am I going to? to like, yeah. But why? Right. You know, I'm like, right. like, like why am I going to seminary? Because mm -hmm. I did not feel my grandfather was mm -hmm. a pastor, but I did not feel that that was what God was calling me to. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't think I have the temperament for it. I just, mm -hmm. it's not 
what God's calling me right. to. No matter how many times people want to make me a pastor, I'm like, y'all, I'm not a pastor. <laughs> you don't want me to be a pastor. That's not what I'm called to do. And so I promise you, there's other things that we right. can do. There's Absolutely. other callings, y'all. Absolutely. Beyond the pulpit. Right. So anyway, um, you know, when, when the Lord told me and spoke to me really clearly about ministry, ministry, and me needing to go to seminary, I really didn't understand why. Sure. You know, because I was like, I'm, I'm a Berean. I be in them scriptures. Right, like, you know, right, like, right. and I like to teach and I like to, you know, serve in my local church. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I was like, okay, I got to obey God right. because I love God. I right. want to do what God's called me to do, mm -hmm. even though I'm scared as all get out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't know why, mm -hmm. you know, God's calling me to, or what, what the purpose. Let me say yeah. the purpose. And I remember telling my mom and my family, they've always been very, very supportive. Sure. But my mom and my grandma were really confused too, mm -hmm. you know, because that's what my grandma it's really old school. So like, well, you're gonna be a pastor, like a pastor. It's like, you're a woman, you can't be a pastor. <laughs> the African grandma, she's gonna just tell you right. straight you up. Right, just tell you straight up. Straight up. And so, <laughs> so I mean, this is a, it's an old school church. So when you uh -huh. go back to Nigeria, even just for context, like you have to wear um, a headscarf, head you know, mm -hmm. head covering, you know, mm -hmm. in the church context and whatnot. And so, um, so anyway, told told them, and they're like. Okay, they were they, they were just supportive. They're happy that I love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they were like, dang, but you like really just love Jesus. Like, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really back a little bit. Uh -huh. No, but <laughs> so, like, like, dang, yo, uh -huh. you're really taking this seriously. Uh -huh. um, and so, but I had to go, you know, even yeah. though I was I was kind of confused alongside with them. I was yeah. like, so I didn't really blame them. I was like, I don't really know why right. I'm going either, but right. this is what the Lord has called me to do. Mm. And so, um, you have to set your face like flint. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Bible talks about how Jesus did that yeah. when he was going to the cross. He set sure. it. He knew what he was called to. No matter what people were saying, or right. no, my Lord, we'll do this, we'll pitch mm -hmm. a tip, we'll do all this. He's like, no, no. Sit, get behind me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus knew what he came to do. I gotta be clear. You know what I mean? And I think we as Jesus' disciples mm -hmm. have to at, at some point. Mm -hmm. When when God has made it clear and there's been confirmation, we got to be clear on what God's called us to do, sure. and we got to set our face like flint sure. and go. Absolutely. No matter what the cost is, Absolutely. no matter the confusion, because yeah. there'll be a little confusion. Confusion um, on our part so and confusion, confusion on, on other people's absolutely. part as well. Cause absolutely. Because people want to be able to, uh, one thing about theology, and, and like you, you know, yeah. we, we, we went to seminary. And mm -hmm. a big thing we have to do when we go to seminary is we kind of have to, we have to define our boxes, right? Don't we? We have to determine yes. what our systematic theologies are, et yes. cetera. And, <laughs> and what we do out of seminary is we look for, what we do is we measure everybody against the box that we created. Well. And so <laughs> I have a box, which means I need to judge you not by what God is doing in you. Right. I've judged you by what God, I think God told me my box was. Yeah. And a lot of times people will, and I, I'm sure this has been your experience, and, and I, I wish I could say I understand how you feel. I can't, oh, obviously, course, because you're, you're a black woman. But the reality is I, I know, even being naive coming out of seminary, that I often feel like I need I need you to fit in my box, and That's I right. don't. Right. You don't have to fit in my yeah, box. Yeah. And and one of my major blind spots is how limited my <laughs> my box That's is right. as it pertains to the vastness right. of God. And so um, it's so important that we understand. Yeah, build your box. Understand because uh, you know none of us build our boxes in a vacuum. We build our boxes That's in right. our churches. We That's build our right. boxes in our seminaries, and you know, and all all of our seminaries have blind spots. All of them. And so, uh, and so, yeah, it's it's interesting to see how the box 
affects you and and how and and what what the what other people's boxes look like talk about yeah. that talk about being you because um you know you your personality your gift is, is obviously it's it's very um it's very noticeable talk to me about how you've had to navigate other people's boxes on your journey oh yeah 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 um yeah, you know how that song Lauren Hill. I'm sorry, y'all. I think of song lyrics. Uh -huh. This is how I think. Uh -huh. you know, so I think about um, uh, Lauren Hill's unplugged album. Uh, oh, unplugged two point. So slept on. I can, get can, out. We, can, yeah, we can we pause? Can sure. we pause? We right can talk here about music. We have and, a music moment and talk about how slept on <laughs> oh, the yeah, unplugged album. album is. I actually loved it. Can, <laughs> I was about to say that, Kimmy. No, <laughs> the lyrics. So, so everybody expected Lauren Hill to be flawless vocally. Oh right. And she's not Ooh. in the unplugged mm -hmm. album. She, she, I mean, the scratchy voice, the whole thing. And yeah. she told you in the album, look, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Mm -mm. But when you think of the lyricism, both on the on the, the on the singing mm -hmm. and the in the rapping side, she Beautiful. she was in her bag. Listen, in the unplugged in album. her bag. I mean, yeah. and and she was. You, you could kind of tell she's kind of trying to channel Bob a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And she wasn't she was Bob. Through. She was going through. She was. She was going through. She was. <laughs> she was going through. Um, <laughs> But, but she was she wasn't Bob, but she was I she think was one of the best iterations of Lauren. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. all right, off the, you know, off I'm, the gonna, music. I'm gonna have to listen to it on my way back. Look, we got it, we got it. <laughs> anyway, she has a song in there. You know, um, I get out. Yeah. I think it's called I get I get out. Mm -hmm. all, I get out of all your boxes. Sure. You know, and um, I guess in some ways, I don't. I've never sought to be. Um, you know, one of those people that's like a contrarian. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of annoying when people are like, oh, okay, you're going to go the opposite way because right. everybody else is going that way mm -hmm. just to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I am, I think I, the Lord has fashioned me in a way where I am dynamic. Yeah. And so, and I am highly adaptable. And that's just because of the nature of my life and my mm -hmm. childhood and my upbringing and the things that we experience. Mm -hmm. That's because I had to be really resilient. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's just kind of part of my little special sauce, I guess mm -hmm. you could say that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think people... Well, yeah, I think in my lane as a public theologian, um, th when I started out, there was no, there weren't any models yeah. for me to right. look to. You right. know, um, I really had to walk by faith and mm -hmm. not by sight. Mm -hmm. I just didn't really know what God was calling, yeah. calling me to to do. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I just started doing it, and then I realized, oh, this is public theology. This is what public theology mm -hmm. is. And then the the public theologians that were out, I was like, oh dear. This is a male dominant, absolutely dominated, absolutely. you know, uh, field. I guess you want to mm -hmm. call it, you know, if you mm -hmm. want to call it that. Um, and so, at, at least at the time, right? It wasn't until later on that I started learning more about some other um, female, you know, public theologians. But I just I didn't have mm -hmm. anybody um, to to look to, especially from my own um, theological tradition, right. right? Church tradition that yeah. I came from too. Sure. And so, because uh, people that come out of my church tradition, typically they, they go to the pastorate, mm -hmm. right? Or they mm -hmm. start launching, right. you know, some some ministry yeah. or some itinerant preaching. And sure. That just wasn't, that's not what God had called me to right. do. Um, but, you know, I have always been a bit impervious to people's um, assumptions or conclusions or boxes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's just me being Nigerian. That <laughs> 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 could be a part of it. Uh -huh. um, but I, and also, also the oldest daughter. So in some ways, I've always had to kind of, um, inherently, I had to be a leader and I had to make decisions, yeah. you know, as a young yeah. girl, like mm -hmm. about, 
our family and and our and, and how things were gonna go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, as mm -hmm. the especially in the African household, mm -hmm. being the oldest daughter, mm -hmm. you are the family manager. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so like, this is like <laughs> so some of this is probably cultural where mm -hmm. I just I don't know. I, I I just was never completely uh, worried about what people thought about it. me. I, uh, I care a lot about what God has to say Absolutely. about me, right? So that is the boundary mm -hmm. there, right? So I'm not over here like, you know, on some habitual line stepper type, right. type stuff. Right. You know? right. But I don't really see a limit, you know, to what I can and can't Absolutely. Um, engage in or speak to. I have my, my, my specialties where I'd be like, that's really not my strength. That's mm -hmm. not really my thing. Mm -hmm. But you should hit up this person. Sure. You know, they're really good at that. Sure. You know, or that's not my area of focus. I, I can't really speak to that in the ways that you would want me to. Right. You know, and I don't even want to attempt that. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I think it. having some anthropological humility mm. is really important. That's you know, cool. um, in this type of work, you got to have some discernment on what you can and can't speak to. Mm -hmm. Just because I can speak to everything doesn't mean I should. That's good. Right. So that's, that's just not wise. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really try to think deeply about. Yeah about the things that I comment on and speak mm -hmm. to. Um, but yeah, when people try to put me in a box or try, it's just hard. I, I really do get out of mm -hmm. those boxes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so um, in, in the show opening, we talked about um, about Rick Warren and the whole Saddleback issue with the SBC oh, recently. Yeah. And, you know, SBC saying, you can't be part of us now right. because you, you're ordaining women pastors. Yes, I just heard um, about that. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and again, that mm -hmm. that's a box. And, and, that's a box. And again, People have good reasons for their boxes, you know, and, and, and you know, my, my, my response has always been, whatever. If, if, that, if, that, if, that, right. if that's what works for you, cool. Right. Um, Rick Warren's response was, okay. Um, and and I, I, I felt that his response, although... Uh, he, he 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 swung back a little bit, but but he was he was uh, he he he. I think he 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 held the punch as well a little mm -hmm. bit as well. Mm -hmm. um, and the the reality is, and and the way, what whatever your box is or whatever your box is not, for me it's always okay. But talk to me about where you got that from. Mm -hmm. Be able to be able to defend your perspective from the text. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's mm -hmm. to be able to defend. So you know, I, I, when I'm when I'm teaching my preaching class, mm -hmm. um, and you know, all pe people, obviously men and women come through my my preaching class. One of the assignments I give the women is, hey, I need you to tell me your theology on your call. Mm. Not because you have to convince me. Mm. But somebody, you, you will have to convince somebody. Mm -hmm. and, and not even a responsibility to convince as much as it is to know why you believe, mm -hmm. what you believe, mm -hmm. and can you defend mm -hmm. from Scripture. You don't have to defend your calling to people from your experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You just have to be able to know that this is what God, this is what God called me to, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is why I believe that I'm, I'm called. Mm. And so my wife, I, I, I make the joke. It used to be a joke. It's not even a joke anymore. My mm -hmm. wife is the best preacher in our house. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and really it's a matter of, okay, you, if, if somebody doesn't want you in their club because you're a woman preacher, fine. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Mm -hmm. 
I just need I need to make sure that you know mm. that you mm. know what God and and, and you and you root your call in the scriptures and 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 you and I can sit here and talk all day yeah. about how God has used women mightily yeah, from the Old Testament into the New Testament and and into uh, into, into the modern day modern day mm-hmm. and so absolutely it's well so I would so I, I would it. even say that not even, not just the women need to defend their call theologically the men too absolutely because character if we're talking about character mm-hmm. I'm ca- character character there is oh there's a real issue absolutely you know so there's some real um so you have an external call you have an internal and external absolutely. call absolutely right and as the old saints used to say some were sent and some just went, some just went yeah. and we seeing a whole lot of went mm. you know on our men timeline and men yeah. and women right but there's a lot of the men coming absolutely. up <laughs> so absolutely. so we need to make sure that people are able to defend it too and and can people speak to your character absolutely regardless of your gender can absolutely. they speak to your character absolutely. that you're you are somebody that is humble yeah. you know who is teachable who mm-hmm. is correctable mm-hmm. you know what i mean who truly loves the lord who just exhibits you mm-hmm. know the characteristics of a shepherd, right? Absolutely. That's laid down in the pastoral epistles. Can Absolutely. you do that? Can you do that? You know what I mean? Can you do Cause that? Because it, it's a there's a real issue here. I yeah. think there's a lot of people that are that go into seminary when they really need to be going to therapy. Mm. And I think, uh, and, that, and primarily, mm. it's a lot of men that do that. And so let's, let's broaden that. There are people who go into the pastorate when they really need to be going. Into come therapy. on, they skip in seminary too, and then they using the ther- the, um, the pulpit a hundred percent as the couch, the therapy couch. Oh my gosh! And yes. they beating up the saints, man. You know, and and people are paying for that, mm. and then they come out saying, "I hate church." Mm. Mm. And then you need a podcast called Everybody, Everybody Hates, Hates Church. Church. Right. And, and, so, and, and we've, we've seen it recently over the past couple of weeks with somebody who is like, no, you need to have a conversation with a person. Mm. But you're having this conversation over the pulpit because it's a power dynamic. That's right. You feel more powerful when you have That's the mic. Right. That's right. When maturity says, no, put the mic down. That's right. Go talk to this person. That's right. Be honest with them. That's right. Reconcile Matthew eighteen. We have it. Hello, exactly. <laughs> and then go to the pulpit, exactly. and so that you can accomplish your assignment. Because exactly. your your assignment, you, there's no way you can convince me That's that right. your assignment for that Sunday was to mm-hmm. get the get the last word and mm-hmm. the trump card mm-hmm. over the pulpit. Mm. That's so not cool. your. That's it's not so your cool. assignment. It's your so assignment cool. is to feed the sheep. That's right. And 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 it it hurts when you're uh, either sitting in the congregation or watching it's it because painful. because when foolishness like that happens, it always goes viral. Yes, it does. And and one of the things Nowadays. I pray that, mm-hmm. one of the things I pray to God often is God, don't let me go viral for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Please, that's a good prayer. <laughs> let, let, let let me if I ever go viral, let me go viral for because for I'm proclaiming I'm, your name. I'm, I'm shepherding your people that's well. Right. And, and that kind of stuff doesn't go viral, so I, I'm safe. I know. Right? The good <laughs> stuff don't go viral. I know. I know. I know. The cute stuff does, but the good stuff don't go yeah, viral. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, let's talk briefly about the unique relationship that the church has, the black church has, mm-hmm. with black women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, black women are the backbone, historically, of the black church. Um it's unmistakable that the, the the church is made up of mostly women, no matter how hard we, we work to reach That's men. Right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's made up of mostly women. Um, and at the same time, either intentionally or unintentionally, we create 
We, we leverage the strength, the gifts, the reliability, the consistency, the power of right. women, right. and yet at the same time, creating hostile environments for women. And this is one of the reasons I love Truth Table so much mm -hmm. is because you and, and Dr. Christina, you guys speak in such a helpful and gracious way mm -hmm. to all of my blind spots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As a male pastor, of course, I don't see it from your perspective. Right. And Truth Table just gives me, um, as a fan, a, a glimpse into what you see right. when, when, you're, when you're walking through my church when, right. and, and how I can shepherd mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. And so thank you for that. Um, but also talk to me about the unique, the unique experience of black mm -hmm. women in church, knowing that you are the engine and the foundation oftentimes of, uh, of the church, but often held out of, um, held out of opportunities to be a steering wheel. Yeah. Well, hmm. yeah. When you had first said the request, you know, for me to come on the show and I think the title was, you know, or is, you know, black women hate church. I was like, do we? Because like, the data suggests. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, we're the most religious absolutely uh, uh, group, mm -hmm. uh, at least in the U.S. Mm -hmm. For sure, I would imagine that we we're probably up there, maybe in yeah, the world. Absolutely. You know, but in the U.S. for sure, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, I think on average, on average, church membership is about runs about eighty five percent. You know, uh, women, and that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for the Black Church, and so I'm glad that you set it up that way um you know i it is um i love the church mm -hmm. i love the church and i think if you you love jesus you love what jesus loves mm -hmm. but <laughs> <laughs> but the church is not perfect exactly right um and unfortunately the church has caused so much harm yes right um from centuries past mm -hmm. it, it, I don't even talk about the modern right. the, you know day history but even centuries past when mm -hmm. you think about um, the construction of the transatlantic slave trade and the impact of that from the sure. Catholic and Protestant sure. churches um, in its hand in colonialism mm -hmm. neo-colonialism Christian imperialism I mean the list goes on Absolutely. and on right yeah. um, but we thank God for the Jude 3 project yeah helps us to shout out to Lisa Fields yes that helps Jude us set project. that yes. that that uh that false mm -hmm. narrow uh, false uh uh myth uh -huh. about uh, Christianity being the white man's religion. And, and it's you, not. If, if you missed episode three, make sure that you uh, check Please it out. Do. Lisa Fields is on that one. But Please yeah, do. And as watch you were Unspoken and yes. all of that. Absolutely. Um, there's a little cameo, a little cameo of me uh -huh. in there. But um, yeah, so it has done a lot of harm. Sure. Still have other religions though. Mm -hmm. But but not that's not to scapegoat ours, but right. that's just the truth sure. you know, of, of the matter. Um, but I owe everything, mm. honestly, mm. to not only God, but the church. Absolutely. <laughs> Go together. Absolutely. I know it's really hard for yeah. people. To, I, it's hard for people to believe that, sure. right? But Jesus did die for the church, mm -hmm. y'all. That's, mm -hmm. that's Bible. Mm -hmm. And the church is an organism. Yes. It's not just an institution. Mm -hmm. Every institution is going to crumble sure. on the side. Oh, that's good. It is. But this organism mm -hmm. is expanding. Yeah. It is growing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's growing outside of the U.S. Oh, absolutely, Which yes. is good news. It's great it's news. It's really good news. That it's growing outside of the U.S. without the influence of the U.S. 
God. Thank God. No, praise <laughs> yes. God. Yes. Praise because God. for centuries, we haven't we been exporting a, yes. an American gospel, yeah, an Americanized, whitewashed absolutely. gospel, capitalistic we, gospel, we, a capitalistic gospel. Yeah. We we we've we've been pushing. We've pushed, if we're honest, prosperity gospel back over to the motherland mm-hmm. in many ways. Mm-hmm. But to see, but to see the the growth of growth. Uh, of a of a church that is not soiled by the American experience sprouting up all over the world in in South America and in in, in Africa and Middle East. Middle East, It's it's amazing. The gospel is going forth. (laughs) The gates of hell will not not prevail prevail. against the church. Amen. It just will not. So, but right. So on, so what, so what do we, what do we do about that? What do we Mm -hmm. think about that? So, I mean, my hope is that even in that same vein, that, the saints, yeah. you know, from over there mm-hmm. will rise up and mm-hmm. that some of those missionaries will come over here. Amen. Because we need a reformation. Sheesh. And that's in every sector yeah. of the American church. Yeah. Every sector. Yeah. I don't care. Like yeah. every black, brown, mm-hmm. gold. Mm-hmm. We need we need a we need a we need revival. revival. Yeah. We need a revival. Absolutely. Right now. Like for Absolutely. real. Um and so so I am dedicated to the church with flaws and all. Mm-hmm. You know, I have I got church hurt. Mm. I got church hurt, mm-hmm. y'all. I have been. I got a story to tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't going to tell it. But I got stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, On another no, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I've, I've been hurt by the church. Sure. I've been harmed by the church. I mean, and then you you talk about being a black woman in the church, which yeah. obviously that's definitely, you know, one um, layer, you know, mm-hmm. of, of oppression. Mm-hmm. But then you talk about being a single Mm. A black woman in the church, and depending mm-hmm. on the structure of that church, mm-hmm. um, whether you know whether that that church either believes in only all male leadership or right. whether that church is egalitarian, sure. you have to contend with that, right? Sure. You have to contend with sometimes the misogynoir. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to contend with the patriarchy mm-hmm. of that. Sometimes because there's like a lack of an imagination about mm-hmm. the gifts and callings that that people within the body can have. Yes. you know what I mean. P- people are often act as if People are coveting the pulpit, but sometimes they really need somebody speaking in their life, walking mm-hmm. with them to mm-hmm. tell them, actually, this is really where you got, you got a wrong, you got a really strong prophetic gift. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. You know, or you got a lot of discernment. Yeah. Have you considered teaching? Yeah. You have a wealth of wisdom, mm-hmm. like godly wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like, have you thought, have you thought about Yeah. I don't know. All yeah. types of different, right. all types of different right. roles, you know, in the right. church, you know? It's, I wish our theology yeah. didn't get in the way of our shepherding. Mm. Okay. I want I want our theology to be strong, and, and, and yeah. I'm talking assisted theology. Yeah. I know you, I know you're here for it, right? I want our theology to be strong. Yeah. I don't want our theology to get in the way of our discernment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and what whatever your um, whatever your theology is in regards to complementarianism and egalitarianism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I uh, mine is so hard to define. I've stopped trying to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The reality is, as a shepherd, my job for every person in my church, I I stood before my congregation uh, just a couple of weeks ago and said, look, the pulpit is not the only calling here. Every disciple of Jesus is called. Yes. Not every, not, not all 12 of the disciples were preachers, Mm -mm. but all of them were called. That's good. And so it's my job as the pastor to, 
peer into your soul, to disciple you to the point where your gifts and calling become evident and then open opportunities for you to exercise and walk in that calling no matter who you are. And so, and so whatever my theology is, if I see you have a teaching gift, it would be mismanagement for me to not push you Mm -hmm, into mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, gift. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And it's so important for us again to, uh, again, no no matter what your theology is and and, and I'm, I'm not here to tell you what your theology should Mm -hmm, be. mm -hmm. I know what our theology here Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. here at our church, but whatever your theology is fine. Don't let your theology cause you to trip and fall and miss an opportunity to, build up the people that God has called you to mm-hmm. if you're a pastor mm-hmm. or if you're in the public square or you got a Twitter account. Everybody that got mm-hmm. a Twitter account think that they, you know, are a public theologian. They should come see you. <laughs> um, the Whoever you are, don't, don't, your, your theology should never be a stone that you throw across the, across the yard to somebody mm-hmm. that you've never mm-hmm. walked with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's, God, God didn't create, first, first of all, God didn't create your theological system. Right, right, right. <laughs> you created that. Yeah. God, God created his word. Um, but, but even so, it should never have been a stone to throw. Yeah. To hurt someone. Yeah, and I think that's why it gets back to the importance of calling and knowing what God's called you to Amen. and then having the, the call, whatever your call is, mm-hmm. confirmed externally. Yeah. Right? So you mentioned something about, you know, being on Twitter and everybody be on Twitter be thinking they're a public theologian. I'm actually really glad you said that. Uh-huh. Uh, because actually when I first started, you know, out in this work, I didn't know what I was I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what I was doing had uh-huh. a name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I didn't know that it had that it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is an actual occupation. Like people do this. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that person. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Okay, I get it. Um, but I think that and and when I was doing it, it was somebody. It was my a friend of mine mm-hmm. actually in in seminary, and it was Brian. You know who told me, oh yeah, like this is what this is where God's calling you. Mm-hmm. This is what you, you, you gotta, you gotta do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I actually didn't want to do that. I'm actually the type of person that I prefer to be in the cut. Mm. That's me. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to be in the cut. I want to serve in my local church and keep sure. it moving. Sure. That's a, sure. a very simple life. I want uh-huh. a simple life. Um, so, and God is not giving me a simple life. Right. And so, uh, but I think in some ways that my friend would say, that's the very reason why God's calling you to mm-hmm. it because you don't want it. Right. Like, you know what I mean? You're right. not covetous of it. Right. And so I think that all our callings, whatever you're called to do, that whether it's public facing or whether it's in the background, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Whatever it is, if you're the one doing the parking lot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and helping or helping with the children Absolutely. or you're doing the announcements. Which is so and, valuable. Oh, very important. So very, valuable. very important. Yeah. That we make sure that whatever those gifts are, those callings and the ways that the functions, mm-hmm. you know, the ways that our gifts um, function in the church, that that's affirmed Absolutely. and confirmed by other people too. A hundred percent. So that we're not just running after a stuff in our own yeah. strength, right? Yeah. And doing it by faith. Because whatever we do, don't do by faith is sin. Amen. So we Amen. always got to submit to the Lord. That's real. That's real. <laughs> Let's talk about style for a few minutes. <laughs> um, first of all, I've never seen you like, I've, I've never seen you on a bad day stylistically. <laughs> so let's just talk about, but, but, um, but recently in the news, you know, ch- church folks go off on style as, a, particularly as it pertains to our women. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've never heard church folks get on a, 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 a handsome man <laughs> 
but but man, if if there is right. if there is a a, a woman who um, who takes a picture mm-hmm. on a red carpet somewhere, mm-hmm. there is so much mm-hmm. commentary. So mm-hmm. recently, uh, we've had um, Sierra, mm-hmm. uh, who is married to a Christian man, Christian woman married to a Christian man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've had Adrian Balon in the news recently, okay. Megan Good in the news recently, just mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. you know what what they've worn to. You know, to different to fashion events. and di- mm-hmm. different events. Um, talk br- talk briefly about uh, the the weight that gets placed upon women and their attire. And, and here's a specific question: How responsible do you feel for men stumbling? Mm. <laughs> that, that's Trigger. such that's Trigger. such a moving moving target, Trigger. right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I knew I knew it would no, be. That's no. what, so I, I'm winding you up. Go. No, no, no. I know. Um, yeah, this is so interesting. So, because it's like we love to set up laws, you know what I mean? Like we just we really do, we really do. But I think that the Lord has given us a lot of liberty, mm-hmm. more than I think we like to live into. But I do think we have to be. We do have to think about that, mm-hmm. even though, even though that language can be triggering, right? Because mm-hmm. people have used it. Um, in ways to weaponize, to weaponize, weaponize our bodies, sure. you know, against us and sure. against others and make us feel like we're not fearfully and wonderfully mm. made in the image of God mm. as we are, whatever our body types are, sure. right? Because they span Absolutely. the spectrum, right? Absolutely. God is, God is so creative mm-hmm. in the way that he's created all of us, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, but I do think that we always have to think about how am I honoring God? How am I shining forth my as Christians? Yes. You know, for me, I'm like, if somebody's in the world not a believer, then I just, anything goes. Right. Right. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, you, right. know, you know, but if we're Christians, we do have a standard. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a standard, you know, in the Bible. Um, I think there there well, modesty has to do with more so f- flaunting jewelry and flashiness with monetarily, I'm glad you right? Said that. Yes. Um, but I think culturally speaking, though, now, right, in our different contexts, mm-hmm. you know, I think we have to think about, okay, how, what are some other ways that we can apply sure. this, right? Sure. But there's some, there's different attire that one person can wear that I can't wear, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because of my, or my different body type. Sure. So when I think about what I'm going to wear or uh, I use a... I, I try to use some discernment and some sure. wisdom on just mm-hmm. practically what looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, right. What is flattering? Right. What is not flattering? Like sure. in my head, I thought that was going to be a really cute fit. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't pass the praise check. Yeah. All right. It's, it's a little too oh, high. What's the praise check? What's the, the praise check? Well, <laughs> I'm tall, you see? <laughs> I got to do a praise. I got to do a praise check. So I got to right. do my hands up. Uh-huh. And if the dress is lifting up <laughs> too high. If, 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 the, if, the, if know, the dress is high and lifting up. Too high. Then we if, got the, a problem. if the lap cloth can't even <laughs> redeem it, then well, it's too high. It's gotcha. too high for the church. Gotcha. You know, it's and there's different contexts, right? These so are things, things I never have to worry about. Things, like, y'all, I, y'all think about ne- this? I, I very rarely <laughs> think about yeah. wardrobe yeah. Other, other than you know, does it look good or does it you know and, and does it's it a, match or it doesn't match. Yeah. It, it, is it gonna be distracting, yes. you know, because it's too whatever. You're not it is. necessarily think about I'm not does it show my packs. Right. Or right. you know, or well, I don't have any, so I don't well, have any <laughs> and so but <laughs> He's like, I don't have that problem. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> that is so. But context matters, right? 100%. So, like, what are you gonna wear? Like, what I'm gonna wear to the beach is not what I'm gonna wear. Absolutely. You know, wear to church, and what I will wear to the beach, maybe with my homegirls, is not what I'm gonna wear to the church. To the beach church function. right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because the saints, mm-hmm. the saints. <laughs> but the reality is, the but, the reason for that 
is, is not so much that I shouldn't or can't wear it, is that there is some responsibility. Yeah, there is, it's out I, of love. I want to be wise about how I present myself. And number, I think it's okay to say, look, the number one check is, is it cute? Like, well. <laughs> it's okay to say, yeah, because I want to, I want to, I, I want, if I buy the clothes, because so, I, yeah. I think they might look yeah, good yeah, on me. Yeah. Um, and another check is not how, how does it make you feel, but how does, how, how is it reflective of who and what I represent? Right. It's I guess it's okay no, to say, right. it's really not about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we, if we, you know, if, if, if we say we, we name the name of Christ, mm -hmm. then what we do, what we wear, everything matters. Sure. We don't get to like silo or siphon off a particular portion of our life and say, okay, hands off God. Right. On that, God gets to speak to, into everything. Mm -hmm. What we do with our bodies mm -hmm. matter. What we put on our bodies matter. What we put in our bodies Absolutely. matter. All of that matters, you know. And so I think we do have to think about, you know, is it honoring? Mm -hmm. You know, is it? Loving, would somebody be able to see see, see that I honor God, or yes. respect God by what I'm wearing? Absolutely. But I also will say context matters too, right? So I do try to, you know, put those yeah. two to, those two things, mm -hmm. you know, um, together. But um, I, I do think that there's ways in which we have got to, we, we got to rid ourselves of this individualistic or individual of this Western. It's very mm -hmm. Western individual thinking that has mm -hmm. nothing to do with collectivism or even the fictive kinship that we have amongst each other, mm -hmm. you know, not only as a people, but as a body, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that we do belong to each other, Absolutely. you know, and so what does that look like? And yes, you're responsible. People are responsible for what they do mm -hmm. about you. If a man decides to objectify you, he's going to objectify mm, you, no not all men, Re regardless on. of what you got. Right. So I, I want to say that clearly. Right. And there's nothing outside of you, is what Jesus said, mm -hmm. that can make you sin. Mm. Only what's inside, mm. you know? Because, you know, people in relationships will say, you know, well, I cheated because mm -hmm. she didn't. Right. Or I cheated right. because he did not do this. He right. did not satisfy me in this right. way, you know, in the bedroom or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you cheated you because it was in your heart to do that. Ooh, that's good. There's nothing outside of you, mm -hmm. you know, that can cause you to do that. Mm. You know, that was your own sin, yeah. your own lack of self-control, mm. your own lovelessness, mm. you know, that, that said, I'm going to put me First, yes. <laughs> I'm yes. put me first right. instead of thinking about my spouse or, or my partner or you or know my I mean? testimony or, or my, my testimony, my integrity or and and yeah. Uh, how about we create a culture where we're responsible for ourselves? Yeah, where where we mind our business, That's right. where where we take responsibility for our actions, That's right. um, and we live in community. And with we love. put the we we put the needs of other people before ourselves. Yeah. Like Philippians yeah. tells us to do. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that look like for us to try to do that? Mm -hmm. You know, and so, uh, so I don't know. My my style, you know, is reflect. I I mean, I just it's always been the way that I express myself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you do miss it. I'll mm -hmm. say that. I, 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 sometimes you just miss it, right? Because it's right. it's a discernment thing. Sure. It's a wisdom thing. And sometimes you just miss it. Okay. Yeah. Pick yourself up. You ain't gonna miss it. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. let's course it's one correct. Day. It's one day. Life's gonna go on. Right. right. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you do miss it, yeah. and I, and that's okay. It's mm -hmm. not as if there's no grace there, mm -hmm. you know, at all. But just to live in a this rebellious life, I'm gonna sure. do what I want. Sure, you know, that's just when we came to Christ, we're yeah. crucified with Christ, y'all. Right. We gave that up. We gave it we gave up. up. Yeah. these nails. Mm -hmm should be holding Ooh, us. that's good. You know what I mean? That's like good. Holding us to the cross, right. you know, so that we don't live as the way 
you know, live unto ourselves Absolutely. like we did before we came to Christ. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So our time is getting short. I oh. I, 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 I got I, I want to just throw this at you, and I probably it's probably a bad thing because oh, our, our time is shorter. I, one of the things again, uh, we're talking assisted theology, and I'm, I'm <laughs> grateful once again for your ministry, for Truth Tables Ministry. Once again, it gives me um, gives me insight in ways that aren't not natural to me, mm. um, and it also helps me with my vocabulary. Yeah, <laughs> Truth Table will do that. Yeah, Truth Table will do that. Um, in ways that again, I wasn't even thinking along those lines. Right. Um, and so I'm going to ask you this question as a as a leader, as a male leader, mm. um, as someone who um, who takes his position as pastor um, and in many cases, spiritual father. Right, um, right. Seriously, um, the, the, uh, the, the term patriarchy. Is, mm. is one that is used quite a bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and in my blindness, um, my natural inclination is because I use the term matriarch in a positive right. manner. Mm -hmm. My grandmama, mm -hmm, Ernestine, mm -hmm. Deaconess er Ernestine Yerby of St. Mary's <laughs> Baptist Church, oh. is, a, is the matriarch mm -hmm. of our family. And we use that term in a manner of honor. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing the term patriarchy tossed around. I think I understand what's being said, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I also cringe a little bit mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. before my grandmother was my grandfather, my grandfather, mm -hmm, Deacon mm -hmm, Alonzo mm -hmm, Yerby mm -hmm. is with Jesus now, but he mm -hmm. was the patriarch of our family. Yeah. And yeah. I use that term yes. in a manner that is honoring as well. Yeah, yeah. Teach me and our listeners what patriarchy is when mm -hmm. it is when it is used in a pejorative manner mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how we can number one avoid yeah. <laughs> patriarchy in that manner but also is the term kind of like the, the term evangelical is the term redeemable or has it has so much been attached to it that we that that yeah. it's that we can't we can't revive it yeah, well, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> you know, so when I think about patriarchy, I often think about um, you know people. I mean, yeah, well, it's a patriarchal society within sure. the context of the Bible, right? Sure. Um, and you think about um, God, you know, as our Father, who God is, God is spirit, but God is identified, mm -hmm. self-identified, mm -hmm. um, God self as Father. Absolutely. So we call God. Amen. That's what God told us to do, yeah, yeah. right? He, and that's he what gave Jesus, us permission. <laughs> Jesus calls God Father. Uh -huh. So I am more woke than Jesus. Uh -huh. I call God Father. <laughs> you know, so that is the so I'm down with that patriarchy. Uh -huh. Um so like, as God as my father, Amen. absolutely. Uh -huh. Um but I think that what has happened, sadly, on this side, because of the fall, mm -hmm. um, because of our first father, mm -hmm. Adam, mm -hmm. right, who disobeyed. Um, God in the garden. It was because of Adam that we fell mm -hmm. um, into. Wait, it wasn't because of Eve. I don't right, even look at you, don't look at you, right? Don't mess with that. But yeah, it, it, because of that, um, then we have all of this uh, uh, stratification, mm -hmm. you know, and dysfunction mm -hmm. and disorder, right? Um, as we see it in confusion, sure, right? Um, it's confused so much mm -hmm. of how we operate, mm -hmm. right? And so instead of um, being partners mm. <laughs> in the gospel and then instead of being co-laborers in the gospel, people want to be Lord mm. over people. Mm -hmm. We want to be gods, demigods, mm -hmm. you know, and rule over other people. Sure. Based on anatomy. Sure. 
Okay? Sure. And so that's where patriarchy begins to get um, a bad connotation uh -huh. because of the history of right. patriarchy right. in the world right. and in the church. Yes. Right? And so, uh, I mean, would that, it, I, well, not, I don't want uh, matriarchs, you know, uh, uh, oppressing men either. That, mm -hmm. That's not the answer. Mm -hmm. You know, but I wish there was more equity. Right? Sure. Yeah, but that's just not the way that our world is set up. So mm -hmm. the reason why patriarchy, there's so much negativity um, and um, attached to patriarchy is because not, not only because of the history, mm -hmm. but also the present reality, right? Yeah. Women make significantly less than men, mm -hmm. right? Women have oftentimes less opportunity within the church. Mm -hmm. um, and of course there's different, you know, churches that, have, you know, that support the gifts of women and the pastorate or doing a whole bunch of things and there's gifts, there's churches that don't, right. you know, and so they uphold, you know, a bit more of a patriarchal, uh -huh. you know, view, okay. you know, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and so matriarchy and patriarchy, they're not opposite sides of the same coin, right? Mm, that's good. That's just not, it's just not the reality, mm -hmm. you know, you know, women by and large are not out oppressing men. Right. That's so true. Now, That's true. now, you know, in, in reaction and in response to patriarchy or misogyny, um, women might um, uh, operate in a type of misandry where okay. that, that would be hatred of mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but even then, it's not it's almost like like I told you before we even recorded it was it's kind of like racism. Right? right. Where it's like, OK, well, black people actually don't have the but can't be racist because black people don't actually have the power mm. <laughs> to oppress right. white people on a large right. scale. Because racism right. is not prejudice. They're not the same thing. Right. It's, right. Right. It, right. Racism is is using the, the power that I hold to yeah. lord my mm -hmm. prejudice mm -hmm. over someone mm -hmm. else. And so the, the, the so it's it's a there's a power a, dynamic inherent the, within patriarchy. Necessary power dynamic. Yeah. So the responsibility then, if, if I'm hearing you correctly, is as a spiritual father uh -huh, uh -huh. to be a good one. Please. Please. <laughs> and, I and, beg. And <laughs> patriarchy isn't being a father. Patriarchy is taking your taking your responsibility as a leader and shepherd and shepherd, using yeah. it to hold people down yeah. rather than yeah, yeah, to yeah. build people up. Yeah, and power sharing. Pa uh, yes. Right, you know, so power sharing, um, leading from behind, mm -hmm. right, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, such a small percentage of what pastors do is behind the pulpit. Absolutely. Love well, your good one. Absolutely. Oh God, it should right. be. It should be, right. it should be a whole lot more, whole lot more. A, a lot more shepherding, yeah. you know, and counseling yeah. and meeting with people and praying them through, right, as they transition, sadly, mm -hmm. you know, um, in hospitals, right, or... Mm -hmm. Baptize a whole lot of things. Amen. You know better than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know better than me what you do. I certainly do. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think, um, I, I think, yeah, the, the sadly, the the label is you know muddied because of the ways that patriarchy has worked out mm -hmm. in this fallen world. Absolutely. But on the other side. When we're in glory, we are all going to be worshiping Amen. around the throne Amen. of God, the thrice holy God, Amen. together, yeah. casting crowns yes. before God, our Father. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, so yeah, it, it that's the that's you know that's just a, obviously a very yeah. <laughs> brief overview yeah, of why cool. you know patriarchy yeah. you know is the way it is and we why can it has whole that lectures bad. on patriarchy. Oh, there are whole, not, not just five minutes, whole books, right? whole Absolutely. lectures, Absolutely. you know, about it, but. But yeah, it, it, that's the reason why it gets that sure. that connotation, and it, and it just has this this sense of which where women our agency is re restricted, right? Amen. And so we can't we're we're not able to soar and to fly in the ways 
um, that God has intended for us to do. Sure. And so we got to create our own table. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's actually why Truth Table exists. Part, mm. of, uh, mm. part of why Truth Table exists is mm -hmm. that. It's actually sadly because of the patriarchy. Yeah. Wow. Right? Because wow. people don't have the imagination to yeah. see um, things that women can do and can be called to. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. I'm going to let you let you get away here we, we, could, we could do this all day we could do this all day but thank you so much for thank your time you. i got two two final questions real yeah. quick how can we find the book because so because yes. you, you need to get the book you need yes. you need to get truth's table yes. so where, where do we find it so the little book that could that we're so proud of it's an naacp <laughs> image award nominated book y'all um truth's table black women's musings on life love and liberation mm -hmm. you can buy it wherever books are sold so um, Barnes and Noble, you can find it at Target, um, online, Amazon, bookshop, awesome. anywhere, really. Um, yes. realize, I always love getting pictures. You get <laughs> pictures like, we saw your book, we saw uh -huh. your book here at Starbucks. And uh -huh. I'm like, yay. Awesome. So, anyway, so I hope y'all love it. I hope it's a blessing um, to you. We really tackle some difficult subjects in there, mm -hmm. um, but it was necessary. Uh, it you know, absolutely is. And thank you so much for the labor that produced it. Yes. Where do, where can we find you online? Oh, yes, online. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at Sister Theology, S I S T A Theology. Um, on Twitter, as long as Twitter's still going, right. who knows? Right. Um, <laughs> at Sister underscore theology. And of mm -hmm. course, my website, if you want, want to book me for speaking or anything like that or you want me to be on your album uh-oh because i do that uh-huh i'm a rapper i'm not a rapper <laughs> i've been on enough rap, rap albums album. to claim that Shout i'm a rapper <laughs> so please um put some respect on my rap put, name I mean, yeah. <laughs> systematictheology.com is my website s-i-s-t-a-m-a-t-i-c theology Com, so. Thank you so much for being with Thank us today. You. We are so blessed by you hanging out with us, and you know where to find us, <laughs> of course. Uh, it, it, this is Everybody Hates Church. I am so glad that you decided to hang out with us. You can find us on Instagram and on TikTok at Everybody Hates Church. I'm Dr. Bobby Manning. You can find me at Dr. B Manning everywhere. Look, as long as we, t Twitter and TikTok still exist, then we're, we're there. If, there if they go. take it away, then you got to find us on the ground or somewhere <laughs> else at Dr. B. Manning everywhere. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Everybody Hates Church. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure that you click like, share, um, and follow so that you don't miss an episode of Everybody Hates Church because we will be back soon. Catch you next time on Everybody Hates Church.